Like women, you don't have to work that hard to be found. Like Rachel didn't work at all. Jacob did all that 14 year work just for her. You're listening to The Traditional Millennial with Brittany Dotson, where conventional meets contemporary and faith fills the gaps. Welcome back to The Traditional Millennial. I am your host, Brittany Dotson, and we are back after a little uh, delay in recording. I know it's been a minute, y'all. It's been a minute. I've been a little busy, a little tied down in other areas, but... Nonetheless, we are back here again to discuss some things. And of these things that we are going to discuss, the first will be something that I saw on social media. I was on Facebook. I do not know how I haphazardly ended up on this person's page. I don't even know this person. I don't even know where this person's from. Like they're from like somewhere like I don't know, on the maybe East Coast, West Coast. I don't even know. But I ended up on their page by happenstance and I saw a video that they had posted. I didn't really listen to the whole video. I probably should have if I'm going to like talk about this today. But anyway, I was listening and some of the things they were saying, what I heard them say was that they were telling people that God doesn't send you a spouse. God gives you the discernment to choose them. But I think they were talking to women because they said that you got to get out and you got to be found. Like, you got to be outside. That's what everybody's saying. You got to be outside. So they were telling people they got to be outside. You got to be available, which I get it. We do have to be available in order for people to find us. Like, you can't just be in the house all the time. I I mean, now, if that's your personality and that's what you want to do and you really aren't seeking marriage or, or companionship or anything like that, then maybe, okay, stay in the house all the time. But... Even as a believer, I don't think that's going to work for your witness. But anyway, um, I don't know. Like, I don't know the full context of this, so I may have heard it wrong, but I don't know if I necessarily agree all of the way either. Now, I do believe that God does give us discernment to judge things. But if you have to pick someone as a woman, why would God say that he who finds a wife? That verse means that the woman doesn't have to do anything to pick a man because God is going to allow this man to find this woman. And from there, they both will know that the encounter is from God. Because if the woman had to choose, then the man wouldn't have to find. That they both would have to choose. But in the case of the man pursuing the woman, when he's sent by God, all the woman has to do is accept that he is from God. I mean, there have been plenty of times in plenty of people's lives where someone they interacted with was discernibly good. They were a good person. Their spirit and their motives were pure, but they weren't God's best for them. So in that, we have to make sure that the spirit is not only leading us in the path of discernment, but that he's also leading us in the path of obedience or that we're leading ourselves in the path of obedience to him as he discerns things for us. Because some people are just meant to be your friends. Some people may be meant to be um, ministry um partners you may you may be needing to do ministry with them um you may need to go into business with them you may need to counsel them or they may have someone in their family that's going to need your counsel and your advice and your wisdom so you just don't ever know but just because you discern something that is good or discern something that is from God does not mean that if they're of the opposite sex they're supposed to be your spouse and so let's say you choose this person and things don't work out well god was not always leading you in the path of a romantic relationship with them anyway and you have to be able to know that 
And that is a part of discernment, that, but that's also a part of obedience. So as you dig into Proverbs 18 and 22, it says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains obtains favor in the sight of the Lord. So finds speaks to the part of the man actively seeking a wife. So just like God said, it, was, it wasn't good for Adam to be alone. It is not good for a man to be alone. So it, it, it is good for a man to have a wife. Marriage is a good thing. That's what that particular scripture is showing us. Marriage is good. This also shows that marriage is honorable before God because favor is found in those who find a wife. But does this mean just any woman? Because we also know that we shouldn't be unequally yoked. So God expects us to be with those who are like us in our belief, but also for us to be with those who are like us in our kingdom purpose. Because everything we do in word and in deed, we have to do as unto the Lord. And all that we do has to be to the glory and the honor of God. So if God doesn't give approval, even for a good person or even for another Christian in your life, you can't just go pick someone because you feel like you should be married or because this person is a believer. Your relationship still has to reflect the relationship Christ has with the church, even when dating within the church or within the body of Christ. So these people that I heard uh, that they were talking, I, it was, I feel like it was a man and a woman. I don't remember exactly, but they, they used Ruth as an example. So let's look at Ruth for just a quick second. So Ruth was Naomi's daughter-in-law who lost her husband, like all of them lost their husbands. And Ruth decided to go back to Bethlehem with Naomi. And so during the course of all that, Naomi had instructed Ruth to go and make herself known to Boaz because one, she needed someone to take care of her. They were widows. So during those times, they put heavy emphasis on taking care of those women who couldn't take care of themselves. Two, per the law, when a woman's husband died, she could marry a brother of the dead husband. But since Naomi didn't have any more sons, Ruth would have to marry the nearest relative as a kinsman redeemer, which underscores who Christ is to us as our kinsman redeemer. And so three, the relationship was emphasized because we see through Ruth and Boaz having Obed, we get Jesse, then we get David, which outlines the lineage of Christ. So this was a divine kingdom appointment. This had to happen, which goes back to what I said earlier about us having a kingdom purpose in what we do, even in our relationships. And with Ruth, you know, this had to be a divine appointment because Boaz had a lot to lose by marrying a Moabite woman and knowing that their first child would be Naomi's heir and not his. Y'all look, we got to believe in, in the divinity and the sovereignty of God because divine intervention and appointment is real. Just look at other divine appointments in the Bible. So Paul and Troas, the, the spirit forbade them at the time when they were on their missionary journeys, the spirit forbade them to speak a word in Asia or to go into Bithynia. So Paul, they ended up at Troas where he was given a vision. And from there, Paul knew God, God was guiding him to preach the gospel to the people in Macedonia. Think about Jesus and the temptation. The Bible tells us that the spirit led him into the wilderness to be tempted. And we needed that temptation encounter to give us hope as believers that just like Jesus faced temptation and resisted temptation, so can we. Jesus and the Samaritan woman, because the Jews didn't get along with the Samaritans, it was just customary for them to avoid them and not interact with them. But Jesus, on his way to Galilee, took the route through Samaria. He either did this because it was the shorter route or because of a 
providential or divine plan, but either way, the Samaritan woman got what she needed from the Lord. And, and, and I even look at my own life. You know, we recently had a prayer breakfast at our church. Well, the Lord had given this to me a year, the year that COVID hit in 2020 to do, but we didn't actually get to realize it until this year. And that was all a part of God's plan for the women who were who were in attendance. Look, <laughs> y'all, people say this all the time. God be knowing. And we can't try to get ahead of him or help him like Sarah and Abraham did, because you'll end up with the Hagar and Ishmael when you need an Isaac. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Or you may not even need to be married at all. And you're trying to go to all of these places and you don't even know yourself. We have to make sure that we are acting out of trust and not desperation. Trust in the Lord. Trust His in his plan for our lives. Trust that he knows what's best for us. Because if you fully trust God, he might actually direct you to go somewhere so that you can encounter your spouse. But let him lead you and not your need to be married to someone like joining gyms or going to yoga classes or going to lounges or just doing things that aren't characteristic of you and who you are. Um, that that's not that's not always good, because then what you'll find is that you'll end up being someone you aren't in a quest for a relationship. And then the person that you run across that you feel is your husband or your wife won't be getting an authentic version of yourself. They won't be getting an authentic version of you because you just put yourself out here doing things that you don't normally do that you don't even like to do. You don't even like to hike. You don't even like the outdoors. And you are here hiking on, you on mountains and stuff, trying to do all this extra stuff just to show yourself up to someone or, or to make yourself available to someone. And then whenever they do see you or whenever they do encounter you they're thinking oh man she's an outdoor person and then come to find out man you hate the great outdoors like it ain't even great to you like that's not that's not fair and it's not fair to you and it's not fair to another person because someone they'll end up just getting someone who has made up an identity just to be with someone else and and you don't want that to be you you want to be your authentic self so that people can get to know you for who you are and love you for who you are because God needs us to be where he needs us to be We need to be where God wants us to be because that's the best place to be anyway. Because if you're obedient to God and you're doing the work of the Lord, he'll put you in the right place at the right time to encounter your future spouse. Like women, you don't have to work that hard to be found. Like Rachel didn't work at all. Jacob did all that 14 year work just for her. So you can chill. Like you can keep doing the Lord's work and your man will find you. Because if you go out, just to be found, that's an act of pursuing. You're pursuing a relationship so desperately that you aren't pursuing Christ. You're so busy trying to make a man see you that you aren't making room for God. Like thinking like that. And even with men, like you can't even think with being single and being married at the forefront of your life. Like God has to be at the forefront of our lives. We have to seek him first and he'll add everything else that we need to us. And we have to trust him to do that. But thinking like this though, being frivolous and wasteful just to find a husband or a wife, you're going to end up picking the wrong person because you're going to end up picking someone out of desperation and hastiness instead of just waiting on the Lord. You have to be intentional 
about these things. Like don't even put your head your, yourself in that headspace where you're always fantasizing or going through your day thinking, okay, this is the day I get a man or this is the day I get a woman. Don't do yourself like that. Don't put that much pressure on yourself. Let the Lord take that pressure off of you. Because see, if you're busy doing the work of the Lord, if you're busy doing what God has called you to do, you're going to be where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there. But and, and the main thing is, is that you you keep that you keep that in front of you and you keep that before you, because if you leave here before you get married, what you want to make sure of is that you find yourself in the presence of the Lord. Anyway, that's how we should be living our lives. We should be so busy doing the work God has purposed for us. We should be so busy thinking about the kingdom, so busy working for the kingdom that God just gives us all of those things that he knows need need to be in our lives and the people that we need to have in our lives. And so that we can live out his purpose, his intention, his plan for our lives, and that we don't mess anything up because we made enough messes. Pretty sure that if you're still single at this point in time, you've at some point chosen wrong. And so now it is time for us to choose the Lord and let him do the choosing for us. So just trust and believe that, yes, God does send you people. He He may even, and, and through that, he may even send you to a place where he sends you someone. It may not necessarily be that you have to go out and just make up places to go, make up things to do. God will show you that we have to trust that God is big enough, that God knows enough, that he is intelligent enough, that he is thoughtful enough, and and, and that he is is present enough in our lives that he will do all of that for us. All we have to do is just be led by him, obey him, accept his guidance, and he will do all of that work for you. And you'll end up with someone in your life that you probably didn't even think you were going to get anyway. And they're going to be way better than the person that you could have ever chosen for yourself. All right, y'all, that is a wrap for today's episode. I hope it blesses and encourages you. Listen, I need you to connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Brittany Dotson Music. Also on Instagram at Traditional Millennial Podcast, of course. I would love to hear from you. Again, thank you so much for hanging out with me today on the Traditional Millennial, where conventional meets contemporary and faith fills the gaps. Teach me your way so I-